Coming up in this week's episode, we talk about gratitude and forgiveness and why they don't necessarily work. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. This is going to be an episode where I just want to share some of the things that I've discovered for myself this year, I suppose is the best way of putting it. I've always enjoyed personal development stuff, looking at why we do things, the reasons why we behave in particular ways, how we can recognize the ways we behave and the things around us, the way other people behave. I've always been fascinated by people and what makes them tick and what makes them want to do things in a certain way or not want to do others. What are what are the driving forces for people? And it's been interesting this year because I've had a little bit more time to work on myself, I suppose, and not necessarily in just in doing courses, although I've done quite a lot of them in, in the past 12 months. It's been as much about having the space to think about why things, what's a good expression for it, make me itch, I suppose. Why something doesn't land? Why I hear something, I go, oh, no. One of those things, interestingly enough, happened when my daughter suggested me that I do a morning meditation on gratitude. And that was a bit of a reaction to it, which is quite interesting. I enjoy doing meditations and I am grateful for things. And I looked at my reaction and I was, okay, why am I reacting like that? Why do I have such a negative response to somebody suggesting that I do a meditation about gratitude. Why don't I want to be grateful for it? It took me a couple of days to get to the bottom of it. But I realized that for me, gratitude is about power. If I'm grateful to something for somebody for to somebody for something that puts me in a position of supplication it means that i wasn't the one responsible for creating it i was the one who asked for it but it actually wasn't my creation it was the universe or god or whoever else maybe it was even my husband for producing a lot of money or whatever it was i am grateful but it puts me in a powerless position. It means that I am not responsible, that this whole thing wasn't my creation, not really. I asked for it and somebody else did the creation. Appreciation, on the other hand, leaves the responsibility and the power of the creation and the ownership of the creation with me. So the analogy I used for it when I was trying to explain this to my daughter was that if I go into a restaurant, I go into a really nice restaurant and the chef does a really great meal for me, I don't say to the chef, I'm really grateful for that. I say to the chef, I really appreciate what you did. That was fantastic. And it was so enjoyable. But it's not gratitude, because there is an exchange of energy in the form of money and in the form of the words of appreciation. Whereas when I'm grateful, I owe somebody something. When I appreciate something, there's an equality there. There's no inequity in power or 
in, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? In ability, I suppose is the best way I can put it. There's no inequity in ability. It's my creation. I own it. So why would I be doing a meditation on gratitude when I'm the one who wants to create it? And it brings up all sorts of questions as to, uh huh, okay then, what about God if there's a God? Or what about the universe? We're all taught that we should be grateful for things. And there are a lot of situations where we should be grateful. But when it comes to our own lives, is gratitude actually what I want to convey? Or is it appreciation? Like, am I grateful to my body for being healthy and doing everything it does every day without me putting any thought into it? Probably, but I also appreciate it. It's And I do, I show my appreciation by eating well, by exercising, by trying to make sure I have enough sleep, all of those things. I appreciate my body. And there is a little bit of gratitude, but the main feeling is appreciation. And that was a made a big difference for me because it left me with the responsibility for doing things. I don't need to ask somebody to do something for me. I just go ahead and do it. And then I appreciate the results of it. I'm not grateful to the universe for giving me those results. That's not my primary experience of the whole thing. My primary feeling is actually appreciation. So then I started thinking about, okay, so gratitude, should that be as high up on the list of the things you should be feeling? And and I'm just talking about myself here. This might be completely different for anybody else, and that's fine. I'm just talking about how it lands for me. And to me, no, appreciation is a much higher vibe of experience and feeling and emotion than gratitude is because gratitude, like I say, is much, much, much less powerful. It gives the power to somebody else. And then I started thinking, "Uh uh-huh, so is gratitude really embroiled in the patriarchy to stop us from experiencing ourselves as being as powerful as we are? I don't know but it's somewhere that my brain went. And I I have spent the year as well, I've got to share this, reading a lot of feminist books, which I never have before. I've always considered myself to be a feminist, but in that men and women are equal kind of thing. But I didn't necessarily appreciate what they were saying. And and the reasons for that is I did a construction degree back in the 80s. I worked on a building site for five years. I was one of six women in the UK doing my job. And so I considered that a lot of the stuff had already been resolved. It wasn't reality anymore. And then this last year, I've been looking back at my life and realizing that underneath everything that's been going on over the last 20 years, certainly, is a difference in power between myself and the men around me. As a stay-at-home mum, as somebody who wasn't out in the workforce earning a wage, I felt a lot less powerful 
And that's not to say I wasn't working because apart from bringing up the kids, looking after the house and everything, I was responsible for all of the bookkeeping, all of the admin. I made, I was involved in a lot of the decisions that were made in the business. I went out and found projects. I did a lot of work. I did research, all sorts of things. I just didn't get paid for it. And I'm left with an inequity. When I look at my husband's super to my super, for example, what my if I went back into the workforce now, what my earning power would be compared to my husband's, even just starting up a business would be a completely different kettle of fish. There is an inequity that's a result of me choosing to stay at home and look after the kids. And as I look back on it now, yes, it was a choice initially. However, as time went on, I did feel more and more trapped by that decision and unable to do anything about it. We had four kids. I could not pay for them all to go in daycare before and after school care while I worked. It just wasn't financially viable and how many times do you hear that oh it's not worth her going back to work because the cost of daycare her salary only just covers the cost of daycare and as I've gotten further and further away from that situation the more I've realized how much that situation of staying at home and not being in the workforce and feeling left out of decisions and feeling more and more in the last 10 years in particular that I don't count, that I don't matter because I haven't worked, because I've been a stay-at-home mum, because I'm a middle-aged woman who's going through menopause and who hasn't had a job in years. She sponged off her husband for years. She doesn't know how to earn a living. She's had a good life and she doesn't appreciate it. I've had all these things thrown at me in the last 12 months. There is no value placed on what I gave up in order to do all those things. It doesn't count for anything. It's almost like I, and I actually said it myself, I am so grateful that I was able to stay at home and look after the kids because I didn't realize what I'd given up in order to do that. I didn't know what I'd lost. And it's only having gone through the last 12 months where I'm not in a marriage and I'm not looking after the kids that I've realized how much I lost in doing that. The other one, the other thing, like along with the gratitude thing, going back to before I made my bigger side about <laughs> feeling sorry for myself because of all the things I've given up. And just let me say, I don't feel sorry for myself, right? I'm just going through some thought processes whereby I'm reassessing everything that I've believed, everything that I've been told. I should be grateful for being able to stay at home and look after the kids. I should be grateful that I didn't have to work for a living. I should be grateful. I'm constantly being told that I should be grateful and not necessarily directly, but indirectly as well. It's almost like, uh, I don't know, I still haven't figured that out, but I am going to be talking about it over the next few months. But gratitude to me, I now associate with powerlessness and somebody else being in control that's what the association is for me and and I wonder how long I've known that without actually realizing it 
The other thing that's been coming up for me, I saw somebody had put a post up on Facebook the other day, a New Year's post, and it said something about what they're creating for the future and blah, blah, blah. And some people, I've got to say, right, I've just got to say this. This is not a judgment on everybody. Some people can be super grateful and super powerful. Some people can say things like, I release you from my life and wish you nothing but good. Some people can say that. I know people that can say that. Most people can't. It doesn't land for me as being honest. I'm pretty good at picking up manipulation and half-truths. I'm really quite good at that. This particular person was saying exactly that. There are some people I wish them well on their journey and I release them with light and love. And I know that it's fake. There are some people for whom it's fake. And I got irritated because it's something else. And it made me think about the gratitude thing. And that's why I'm talking about the two of them at the same time, because it's something else that made me go, uh-huh. That's been co-opted by somebody who's very manipulative to make themselves look good. Oh, look, I'm doing all the right things. Look at me. I'm releasing this person with love. I'm wishing them nothing but the best for their lives, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And the same with gratitude. Oh, I'm so grateful for the experience it's given me. When you know that what's probably going on is in their head is they're really upset, they're really angry and resentful. There's a lot of emotions about this, all negative emotions. And it, it's that, it's almost the same thing as the fake it till you make it. Let's just say, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you until you actually do forgive somebody. You repeat it enough, it becomes the truth fake it till you make it. I don't like that. To me, it's dishonest. I know somebody a few years ago, I had an experience a few years ago with somebody who was touting herself as a book editor and publisher. She wasn't. She has never had any experience in that. And it showed. And she wanted me to be a part of what it was she was doing. And I was just in the space of, no, I can't. You're learning and you're telling, you're putting out there like you're an expert and you know how to do this, but you're not. You're learning. And I've done it myself. When I first started out in this, I was following somebody and they said, oh, yeah, here's how to set yourself up as, an, as a coach, personal development coach, a transformational coach, a business coach. And I've known enough about business. I've done enough courses, but I'm not qualified in teaching it. And I felt so out of integrity and so out of alignment. And I did help a few people, but I did not like it because I felt like I was playing a part and not being true to myself. And that's this whole forgiveness post, the release post, all of those kind of things, because it's not being true to yourself at all. And I'm not saying that I want to go out and trash people and say bad things about them or anything else. It's just that I'm not going to be dishonest about where I'm at. If somebody's done something that irritates me, first of all, I'll tell them. And second of all, see, this is the other thing. By doing something like that, 
by saying, oh, I release you and I wish you nothing but well on your journey, it does several things. First of all, it's a passive aggressive put down. Let's make no mistakes about it. This is in my, this outlines for me from this particular kind of person, right? It's a passive aggressive put down to whoever they're aiming that at. The second thing is, it's a really good way of avoiding actually looking at what's going on for yourself and confronting the other person about it. If you say, oh, no, 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 I don't want this kind of energy in my life. I'm just going to release this and let them go with love and nothing but the best wishes. You are avoiding actually having to face up to yourself and also having to say to that person, listen, when you did that, this is the impact that it had on me. And these are the reasons it had that impact. For example, I expect you to be honest with me. You weren't honest. You were doing something other than what you said you'd do. And the impact of that is blah. And the consequence of that is this. That is honesty to me. It's not about having an argument with somebody. It's about being true to your boundaries and being true to yourself. And I've realized I've been sucked in, I've, I've, I've sucked in, I've believed for a long time, oh yeah, I don't want that kind of thing in my life. So I'll just let it go. And I'll just let it slide. And I won't focus on that because I don't want to bring it into my life. For me, that's out of integrity, because I'm not being honest and truthful. I'm not actually respecting myself. When I do that, other people might be, I'm not. It because to me, if I don't speak the truth, I'm not being truthful. I'm not being 100% honest. If I don't say, aha, uh -huh, this is the impact that had on me, it really wasn't very pleasant. I'm not asking you to change anything, but this is the impact. And I don't want it in my life. So I'm going to go over here and good luck. I'd rather you didn't do it to somebody else, but good luck. That's more honest than the passive aggressive approach. And it's interesting how many people you see talk about forgiveness and things when it's really just an excuse for not facing up to something. And people who talk about just let it go. You don't want it in your life. I don't want it in my life. And it's actually just an excuse to avoid confrontation with both yourself and somebody else. Yeah, and I'm finding that for me, first of all, the confrontations don't really happen. We just have a conversation. But also I feel a lot better about myself for not allowing my boundaries to be trampled, pushed over, and for respecting my own boundaries enough. This is a respect of myself issue. Respecting my own boundaries enough to go, hang on, somebody hurt you. Okay, we need to go talk about that. We need to have a conversation. And that has been a huge learning for me. And it's also been a lesson or an insight into why I get so <sighs> triggered by certain things that I'm really not clear why I got triggered by it. Why does this make me feel so off? What is it that has happened here that doesn't work for me? What is going on? 
I did an episode with a friend on this, a psychologist on this a while ago, toxic happiness, where everything is, it's those Instagram fakery things where, you know, they just show the happy part of their lives. They don't actually show any of the angst that's going on in the background. There's actually a great book about this called The Mummy Bloggers. I can't remember who the author is, Holly Wainwright, I think it is. It's a really great look at three different mummy bloggers and what was actually going on in their lives as compared to the life that they were putting out on social media. Great read that one if you want to read it. It's a good one. I'll put the link in the notes. It's it's that fakery. I don't like it. But this year has just been so good. It's given me the opportunity to look at those things and go, huh, doesn't work for me personally to just let things slide. It doesn't work for me to look at something else because, okay, if I focus on that, it means I'll get more of that in my life. I don't actually think it does. I think it tells for me, it me drawing the line in the sand and saying that doesn't work actually tells the universe that I'm not going to tolerate it. I don't want that in my life. If I just ignore it, I don't think for me personally that it tells anybody. It doesn't send that message out. So that's been my thought. And that's been a big aha for me. And it's made me reassess a lot of the things that have happened and a lot of the ways I behave and and the things that I do and who people are around me and what I expect of them. It's actually put a whole different perspective on everything for me. It's been amazing. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because I've opened up a Pandora's box talking about not liking gratitude and not necessarily wanting to forgive people and not liking these posts on Facebook where people release other people. I just, some of them, yeah, I have friends that can post that kind of stuff. Most of them are fake. That's all I'm saying. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So please let me know what you think of this. And in the meantime, don't forget to like and subscribe this episode and hopefully share it with people. I think one of the things that I want to do over the next few years is just share what's going on for me in the hope that it makes a difference for somebody else too, in whatever way that it makes a difference. But that's what I'm hoping. Have a lovely week and I'll talk to you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Life After Menopause. We look forward to talking to you next week. Make sure you connect with us on social media and click on the subscribe button so that you don't miss another episode. See you next time. Thank you.